0: Welcome to the CFR podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and explore the local community of Roseville, North Carolina. Want to visit us? Check us out on CFR.Fit or on Instagram at CrossFitRoseville. All right, guys. Hey, what's going on? First of all, how do we sound? Do we sound different? Do we sound better? Do we sound worse?
1: (laughs) We got new mics.
0: We got some stuff. We're pretty serious now. We got some cool mics. got some cool stuff. Uh, So, yeah, hard to tell how this is going to sound now, but I think it's going to sound better, so you guys will be the teller of that. So let us know how that's going. All right, but um, so originally we had some plans today to have a guest, Aaron Grossman, the uh, athlete president of crossfit Roseville, uh but he had some family stuff come up today so he is going to be gone so
1: definitely keep him in your thoughts though
0: yeah um so today we thought we would uh go over programming for you guys um so talk about how i go about programming the day-to-day workouts for the gym uh kind of the method behind that and the thought process behind that and uh kind of explain that and Go over everything that we think we should go over and uh, answer any questions we think you guys might have about that kind of stuff. And then uh, go from there.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I'm just going to put my input <laughs> in yeah, when I can.
0: Yeah, Megan's going to. Yep.
1: Programming is not my expertise. I think we need to do better at introducing ourselves, too, though. But this is a CrossFit Roseville podcast.
0: Okay, so everyone that's listening, you know who I there am. There could
1: be someone out there.
0: You, uh, <laughs> Ma- I'm Ma- Megan. I'm Thomas,
1: and I do all the back end of CrossFit Roswell. But Thomas is the head coach. He does all the programming specifically for our box. Um,
0: so number one enemy of the gym.
1: <laughs> nah.
0: It's like you're the nice parent.
1: You programmed Chief the other day. Marin loved it. You're like her best friend. But yeah,
0: I could have done it like a couple months ago, but I intentionally <laughs> did it because ah, ah. she asked. What? <laughs>
1: But yeah, we're gonna go over programming, how Thomas kinda dissects stuff and makes us do all it all that we do, makes us fit yeah. and makes us super awesome. Oh. I had to throw one in there.
0: I'm yeah, so I'm probably gonna throw some in there too. So be easy. I like the I like supers as a filler. It's better than ums, I guess. <laughs> supers are better than ums. Heck yeah. Yeah, so Super duper. All right, so programming for CrossFit. All right, um, so before we get into kind of like the template that I use and the method that I use to program for you guys, I'm just going to kind of define CrossFit, explain fitness, kind of go over a couple of different things just to kind of give you guys some knowledge you guys might already have, but it also kind of give um, some reasoning uh, to um, the way I program the way I do. So CrossFit, what you guys do, uh, the the definition of that is constantly varied, high-intensity functional movements. So keeping it varied, keeping it intense, and keeping it functional, right? So constantly doing something different, uh, keeping the intensity relatively high, but also keeping the intensity varied as well. It goes into that constantly varied portion, and also keeping the the, uh, movements functional. So you guys know... Um, David Fothergill likes to throw them in sometimes like some curls you know stuff like that it can be fun but you know it's kind of not really what we do Uh, it is a good accessory stuff but you know to the whole of CrossFit is fully based around functional movements so movements that you are made to do like the human body is made to do
1: and that you can see like outside of class like a press you're putting something on a shelf a burpee if you fall down to the ground
0: right? Yeah, that's all get it is, right? Up. you fall down, get up. Burpee. It's one of the most functional, functional movements that you can do. It's is fall down, stand back up and then jump with your clap and then jump and clap with your hands over your head. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get more functional than that. All right. And then, uh, so that's the definition of CrossFit and uh, you'll hear me kind of reference that back here every once in a while, but, uh, also fitness. So the definition of fitness is increased work capacity across broad time and modal domains. So, uh, increased work capacity. So, obviously, we're trying to push that line of fitness up and up and up in all different areas. So, across broad time. So, not only longer stuff, but some of the shorter stuff. So, like the short burst workouts, or like lifting, longer stuff like that in modal domains. So, in different facets of movement and fitness. So, you know, like I said, again, like um, conditioning stuff. So, just lung capacity, um, weight lifting, all that kind of stuff. So fitness, once again, increased work capacity across broad time and modal domains. Um, this is a Greg Glassman quote I thought I would throw in. That is, um, I remember I read it when I first started, um, not coaching CrossFit, but doing CrossFit. And I was like, man, that is cool. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, and, and I've always kind of kept this kind of the back of my head and then uh, with CrossFit, um, but uh, this is a, Greg Glassman quote, it is a quantifiable approach to a finally well-defined notion of what cro- uh, what fitness is. That's what CrossFit is. So that's from something someone was asking like what CrossFit is and it is a quantifiable approach to a finally well-defined notion of what fitness is. That's what CrossFit is.
1: And so that's why we record things, right? And
0: exactly. And everything's measurable.
1: So that's why we encourage you guys to use Wi-Fi, things like that and why there is a standard for every movement um, because it is all measurable.
0: Right. And quantifiable. So, exactly. So, and also that word, you can throw that in, in any sentence of explaining anything. And it's going to sound a lot cooler. <laughs> quantifiable. Quantifiable. I, I think that's, <laughs> I remember, I was like, that's so cool. Quantifiable. <laughs> yeah, man. I Mind mean, blown. Yeah. Tip from Thomas. So use that. Multiple syllable words, guys. That's the trick. All right. And then... um, So I thought I'd throw that in there because that kind of goes against, not goes against, but that goes with the definition of CrossFit as well. So with CrossFit as well, there is the um, the 10 general physical skills, uh, which kind of will go into the programming and kind of take effect of a lot of stuff that we do here. So there's the uh, cardiovascular respiratory endurance. So the ability of body systems to gather and process and deliver oxygen, Uh, there's stamina, um, the ability of The body system to process and deliver store and utilize energy strength um, You guys you know lifting weights right ability to muscular unit or of a muscular unit to combine muscular units to apply force so Just being able to lift stuff right so put stuff up Pick some stuff up put it back down. All that stuff flexibility. All right, um, that's what we need to work on what well, we all need to work on a little bit right so flexibility the, the ability to maximize the range of motion of any given joint right so be able to move in the proper position so a lot of times people have the ability and thought or they don't quite not have the ability quite yet but they understand the movement but there might be their flexibility kind of holding them back so that's also a very important one as well uh power the ability of a Muscular unit to combine muscular units to apply maximum force to in a minimum time. So that's power, speed, the ability to minimize the cycle cycle of a repeated movement, coordination, um, you know, being able to do those double unders, you know, bounding, all that kind of stuff. So the ability to combine several distinct movement patterns in a singular uh, distinct movement, agility, uh, balance, accuracy, uh, all that good stuff. So... That's going to be kind of put into some of the thought things that, um, so the thought process, I'm sorry, um, going into the programming. So, also with all of that, we also got to think about metabolic pathways. So, if you guys came to the last clinic that we did, talked a little bit about uh, metabolic pathways, what they are the phytogen system, glycogen, and oxidative. Um, so, phytogen being the, I can never say that one right, but you guys know. P-H-O-S-P-H-A-G-E-N. <laughs> that one. Yeah. I know what it is. I could talk about it all day, but can I pronounce it? No. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> we're from Franklinton.
0: Yeah. So get off my back. <laughs> um, But that's like, you know, quick t- uh, muscle twitch fiber movements, right? So lifting, sprinting, all that kind of stuff. So glycogen being those little mid-range workouts. And the oxidative being those longer workouts, right? So Murph and marathons and 10K rows and all that kind of good stuff. So thinking about all that, and then also another thing. So talking about programming, one person that had a big influence on me is uh, Ben Bergeron. Uh, so ben, Ber- ben Bergeron has a pretty good philosophy on programming. And when I was starting Uh, to program just for fun, and also when I started, you know, obviously programming here for the gym, um, a lot of stuff that I apply today is stuff that I, you know, have read and learned from Ben Bergeron. He has a good kind of little baseline philosophy. We need to become the the three-headed monster, right? So we need conditioning, strength, and skill. So we need to work on those key things. So and that, and all three of those things kind of apply to all the things I just said before. All those can kind of fall under these three things, the three-headed monsters. So the conditioning, strength, and skill, right? So talking about those, those are also going to be kind of little criterias of things I'm going to make sure I'm you know hitting day-to-day or uh, month-to-month, or week-to-week um, with programming. Um,
1: but as you can see, he has a lot to think of already. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of information you just gave us, a lot of lists, a lot of stuff.
0: I'm halfway through my notes.
1: <laughs> so he does... What a uh, lot of
0: thinking yeah, ahead. so and I'm also kind of just rattling off things to think of while programming and then a little bit later on I'm gonna kind of get down to the way I actually pick the movements and pick everything from there um, and also the type of programming that we do so if anybody ever asks you guys who you know what kind of what's the programming like here at CrossFit Roseville you know say it's it's great uh, no but um, it's a conditioning <laughs> sure. bias program so that condition bias programming is focused on improving our ability to handle work across different time domains. The programming is suitable for a majority of people who don't choose to compete in the sport of CrossFit, but rather the sport of life.
1: Sport of life.
0: Yeah. So Whoop. that was a quote from uh, Ben as well. Just thought to throw that in there because uh, he uses condition bias programming. Um, so do we? Uh, I think, and most gyms do. Um, so this is gonna, the way I program is going to be very familiar to a lot of people you know who travel around or if you decide to travel around do it drop do a couple drop ins at a couple boxes the way that we do the programming here is very similar to a lot of gyms so um so that's kind of the way we go about it so um like we're not programming i'm not trying to send anybody to the games i'm trying to get people healthy move better and just you know push that line of fitness up right so working on getting people moving a little bit better uh, and, you know, like you said, like we don't have a strength bias program. We're not doing strength every single day, but we do do a little bit of condition every day. We do work on movement patterns every single day. So, all that kind of stuff. So, condition bias programming is also, or is the way, what am I to say? is the type of programming what that I do. do. Yeah, what we do here. What we do. Yeah. So, after all that being said, now I'm going to kind of start talking about how I go about, you know, figuring out what to do every single day. So
1: <laughs> he doesn't sit in like a dark room and just <laughs> you don't, think of the,
0: you don't know my life.
1: <laughs> you don't know me. You don't
0: know me. Um, so I do. So there's, I've been, I've tried a lot of different ways of programming. Um, I have done, you know, months at a time. I've done a week at a time and I've also gone day by day. And for the past the, I would say year I've gone day by day and this is kind of like the way I like to do it. Uh, I found myself when I was doing like a month in advance, uh, it's a little easier to see the whole month as a whole when you're doing that way and to make sure everything is constantly varied and, you know, it has a good balance to it. But, um, I found myself, you know, tweaking a lot of things throughout the weeks, uh, and changing stuff, changing workouts and stuff like that. And cause, um, I'm, a, I also do, every single workout you guys do. So I'm not doing anything special in here. Uh, I might add a workout or two afterwards. but All
1: of our coaches do what you do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm uh, doing everything what you guys do. So I do my own programming and all that kind of stuff. So I know exactly how you guys feel. Um, and that's also helpful for me as a coach and also the guy that's going to be determining what you guys are going to be doing the next couple of days to make sure, you know, if certain body parts sore or if we're, you know, something needs to tweak around a little bit or, you know, just so I can get a good grasp on how everyone's feeling. So that's reasoning why I like to go day by day, just so I understand how, you know, athletes feeling, how everyone's feeling. So I can k- kind of make the best decision choice, kind of the route that we're gonna choose for that next day. Um, no kind of, this is like when it kind of goes into, there's no really right or wrong way to kind of go about that. The timing of stuff, if you want, if you like to kind of, keep things organized and like look at it at a month ahead or months ahead. Totally fine. If you like to do a week at a time, you can create a good cycle doing that. And also if you like doing day by day, um, if it's so we'll say, if you do like to do day by day or some, a coach that does like to do day by day, and then it's something I do, I just make sure I'm always looking back at the whole month as a whole. So I do, you know, program the specific, the specific specifics <laughs> of the, yeah, of the movements, um, Day by day, but I do look, you know, back and make sure I'm looking at the whole month as a cycle as a whole to make sure everything's well balanced and you know constantly varied. We're not you know spending too much time in one area, and we've had a, a good turn at everything that we've done. So, so the kind of the template I've always kind of used, um, and what I kind of like to hit, my kind of like checklist for like the week. I was like, so most days. The workouts so the metcon the metabolic conditioning is going to consist of couplets and triplets so i mean by that you know one or two to three movements and i think that's really going to be like the meat and potatoes of most gyms and i think should be meat and potatoes of most workouts so couplets and triplets six to 15 minutes long you know working through those that's going to be like the main thing the first thing i'm going to make sure i got everything in line um so make most days gonna be those some days you know we'll have like or like this week we had four movements on Wednesday with the buy-in of the run we had a three modality movement here inside the gym um, all that's fine um, but I you know sometimes we have single modalities right so grace and uh, Karen you know for those cool ones like that right um, <laughs> so mm, <laughs> uh, so most days will be couplets and triplets Um, I like to have one to three days of strength work. So by itself, strength work. So that being a slow lift or a fast lift is like the kind of like to break things down. So an Olympic lift or a power lift. Uh, So powerlifting being deadlifts, squatting, pressing, um, and then going into the Olympic lifts some of the more dynamic movements, right? So the jerks, snatches, cleans, um, all that kind of stuff. So I like to make sure, if I am doing multiple days of strength work, in a week, I right, like to make sure those are kind of a little better dispersed. So I'm not doing all Olympic lifting in one week or I'm not doing all you know powerlifting esque movements in the same week as well. So I make sure starting off if I start with a slow slow lift on a Monday, maybe like transition to a fast lift on a uh, Tuesday. So going into something a little bit more dynamic depending on you know how the movements uh, mesh and combine so one to the three days of strength work throughout the week uh two days of a long workout so 20 minutes ish plus i like to make sure you guys are working through twice a week so you guys know wednesdays and saturdays right so wednesdays are our alone long workouts and then saturdays are <laughs> your long workouts partner w- with a buddy Those are so my yeah and the, and that's allows you know myself to program a little bit more as well kind of keep things in a little bit more of a interval aspect of it as well, being in those partner workouts. So those kind of come in handy as well. It's not, you know, helps with the space and equipment, but also kind of helps with your fitness. All right. um, So two days long workouts. I do make sure we have one day a week. I try to do one to two, but make sure, especially one day a week, there's no shoulders. So nothing overhead, nothing's going to really involve the shoulders, no hanging from the bars, no pushing, pressing, Even I consider, you know, burpees that as well. So taking the load off the shoulder for a week. So with functional movements, you know, the knees, the hips, the shoulders, those main core areas, they get used a lot. So being functional, we can't just um, avoid the shoulder too much. Um, So a lot of stuff with CrossFit as well is gonna be pretty shoulder-esque and shoulder heavy. So I like to make sure if you're not taking the time to deload your body, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> call I was going to say the same thing. I make sure the programming in <laughs> Take itself. Take that rest day, dude. If you're coming you you're know, if you're coming every single day, um, there will be that day to deload the shoulder a little bit. If it's not a full deload day for you know the intensity or the uh, volume, uh, it's at least going to kind of deload those shoulders. So, so It's
1: like a secret deload. Like you're secretly. Yeah. They don't even know it. Nate doesn't even know.
0: Exactly. Because his whoop score is trash. So I have to make sure he deloads every once in a while. Um, and I've never seen his whoop score, actually. I'm just assuming. So no, no mean to slander your uh, whoop score, Nate. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so one day, no shoulders. And then one day, I like to do one day where there's no barbells. So that's either keeping things, you know, gymnastic-related, or I been, or I like to do something a little different. Like, I, I love dumbbell stuff. You guys are no... Stranger to dumbbells, Um, we recently, last year, got the uh, rec bags and those have come in handy as well. We can do a lot of stuff with those. So something that's gonna be a little bit more unorthodox and just a little different from the normal, you know, barbell lifting workouts or barbell cycling workouts or a barbell lift. So I like to make sure one day a week, we're doing nothing touching those bars. And then after that, another thing I kind of take into effect is um, one to two days of skill work. So. Skill work being some of the more body weight esque stuff, so gymnastic stuff, um, working on this handstand push-ups, handstand walks, muscle-ups, um, all that kind of stuff. So working on skills and kind of refining that skills, like double-unders, um, pull-ups, pull so yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff as well. Um, I even would consider a, you know, very light um, Olympic lift to be a skill day as well, so You know doing a really really light percentage like you guys see my favorite complex for any weightlifting movements a three position clean a three position snatch any three position stuff is going to really make sure obviously since it's going to be three positions three lifts obviously the load's not going to be up there on your heaviest load possible uh but also it's going to help kind of refine those main positions so one to two days of skill work i like to kind of throw those in there those can be kind of done in like if you guys done like EMOMs and for the strength for the first portion of the class. So those, you know, we do like handstand, push up, pull up EMOMs or, you know, a light snatch and double under EMOMs or stuff like that. So that'd be kind of going under some of those skill stuff. So being able to work on something, um, in a little bit more controlled environment. So those are some of the, uh, that's kind of like the make sure like my checklist, my template, everything, make sure when I look at the whole month, or the week at a time, or the whole month at a time, when I'm looking back at everything that we programmed, um, we want to make sure all those are getting hit. So I make sure I'm not spending too much you know, time on the shoulders, make sure I'm not, you know, doing all barbell stuff, make sure there's, you know, a good mix of stuff there. Um, so, and then from there, um, so the CrossFit way to, you know, program the way they teach at level ones, and I think level twos. Megan, you know, new level two. I
1: really like through the whole programming like how to program um, in the level two course I kind of just wanted to like raise my hand and be like can I just take a pass like not that it's not important for me to know but I just knew Thomas has got such a good grasp on that I was like he's got it I'm good um, on this but they did not do that.
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Those are the questions I was a little nervous about. Yeah, so <laughs> can I phone a friend
0: they like to you know keep things obviously as we talked about like reference CrossFit again constantly varied, right so we want to make sure every single day movements are different movement patterns are different the objects that we're using is different so they kind of break things into weightlifting monostructural and gymnastics so weightlifting being anything with your with the load right so barbell stuff lifting kettlebell swings wall balls monostructural being all the endurance things so running rowing double unders slamming we don't really swim here but you know that's one of them (laughs) and gymnastics so stuff hanging from the bar body weight stuff burpees pull-ups toes bar rope climbs all that stuff right so they want to make sure you know if you're looking at week at time so like say monday we did a nice well balanced of each one so we did a, a weightlifting, monostructural, gymnastics, Metcon, right? So, it's like double unders, thrusters, and pull-ups. So, that would be a little combo of each one of those. And then, you know, n- tomorrow we did nothing but monostructural. Wednesday we did weightlifting, gymnastics, and then the next day, gymnastics, monostructural. Keeping things in a combination and make sure we're not, you know, doing monostructural, weightlifting, monostructural, weightlifting, monostructural, weight- and, like, keeping those the same every single day. So, that is a very like kind of broad way to look at um, how to program day-to-day and making sure we're keeping things constantly varied. But to on top of that, um, of the weightlifting, monostructural, gymnastics, one thing I like to look at as well when I'm programming is uh, movement combinations. So you guys do a lot of push-pulls and a lot of extension flexion workouts. So those are kind of my two kind of – combos that I really like to hit um so the push pull you know that could be uh, like today when people like we're doing a lot of 20.5 for most of us it's um a row and a wall ball workout I'll consider that row to be a little bit of a pull that wall will be a little bit of a push or like a pull up handstand push-up or the deadlift handstand push-up workout that was a big good uh, example of a uh push pull workout and then extension flexion so like a um power snatch total bar workout. So we're extending the body, lifting the load. We're also going to be taking the body into flexion with the total bar. So a lot of extension flexion there, and push pull with the uh, other stuff there. So those are uh, some other combos and things to think about with the movement patterns. I like to kind of make sure those are also keeping um, completely varied as well. So we're making sure like if I've done two workouts in a week or make sure definitely not, make sure I'm not doing two workouts in a row where it involves the same, you know, movement pattern and combo of movements like that. So even though movements, intensity, load is all different, um, if I I would also want to make sure the combination of movements are completely different as well. So make sure we're not doing, you know, flexion-flexion or extension-flexion or flexion-pull, all that kind of stuff. So that, that's another little asset of uh, or aspect of programming, you know, for, you know, the week at a time to make sure you're looking at to keep things varied is to make sure those movement patterns are keeping constantly varied as well. So, um, so that's going to be kind of like the, um, it's kind of the nitpicky stuff and the stuff that's going to be a little bit more obvious is the load and the intensities and stuff like that. So you guys can, like I said earlier, we like to spend 20 minutes or uh, over 20 minutes, twice a week doing a little bit of a longer workout. I like to make sure once or twice a week as well we're doing something that's going to be very fast and very sprinty and then somewhere in, and then another couple of workouts that week that are going to be in that mid range. So keeping that, you know, the intensity, time, dur- duration time domains different, but also, you know, make sure the intensities of those change as well. So we can have two 15-minute workouts in, within the same week but I also wanna make sure, you know, loads change, intensity change. So we have a 15 minute workout. You guys are working through like heavy deadlifts, toe to bar and burpees. The intensity is gonna be a little bit lighter um, because the load's gonna be moving up a little bit. We also have another, you know, 15 minute workout that week. So same time domain, but I also wanna make sure the intensity changes. So maybe the movements are a lot lighter. Maybe the movement patterns are a little bit different. So maybe not, you know, extension flexion. We're going a little bit of a push pull or extension, extension, pool, whatever it may be, uh, keeping things lighter and keeping doing bigger sets to smaller sets. Um, a lot of stuff like that.
1: So when you, but can I squeeze in right there? When you talk about time domains and things along that nature, or like when we're going over a workout, that, that is really important. Like we, he's not just saying I want it to be 10 minutes or if it's four time, like it needs to be under that 15 minute range. Like he really puts a lot of thought into this. So When we're trying to explain that stimulus, that's going to help us try to figure out those scales to make sure that we are keeping with his programming, is which what he wants for you because it's a a cumulative thing over the whole week, and there's a lot that goes into those certain times that he's looking for. So I just want to—I feel like that's important because I think sometimes, I know sometimes we hit the or miss the ball and like what we're scaling for, and it's okay, it happens. Yes, but there is a reason for why we're pushing for those times or what we're looking for, that stimulus.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like, even though, like, there's a couple of you, whenever I was like, this is meant to be a sprint, <laughs> you just laugh and walk away. Amy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Like, I have one gear. No, it's okay. I get it. I know, like, um, every stimulus, like, every single athlete, you know, is not gonna, um, you know, maybe they're pushing to maybe inch their way to get to, you know, move those heavier wall balls or get to get those pull-ups. So sometimes the, in- the intention of the stimulus can change, uh, but, you know, I wanna make sure generically, when you, you got, when you, like what Megan was saying, when you hear us talking about, um, you know, we wanna keep this, you know, we wanna make sure you guys are constantly moving uh, for the entire time to make, we wanna make sure you guys are, you know, sprinting here, resting here, all that kind of stuff to make sure you guys are achieving the stimulus of the workout that um, I've, you know, designated for that day uh, to make sure everything is keeping well balanced throughout the week and throughout the month. Um, but like that's always subject to change too, right? Because everything is uh, infinitely scalable with CrossFit and we want you guys to progress and the programming is designed to help you guys progress. And then sometimes... stimulus will change a little bit, you know, depending on, you know, movements that we're trying to, you know, work up to, like, you know, like I said, pull-ups or heavier, like the heavier bar, you know, you might not be able to move it, but you want you know, practice to try to hold on to it for a little longer and stuff like that. Um,
1: Which that's when it goes into like scaling maybe the rep that we're doing, like still work on that movement, but still make sure we're moving through all the movements and whatnot. So we scale back that number per se or whatever it needs to be.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's the route. I was trying to get I was not getting there
1: but just take note the next time you know you hear the coach go over the workout and just really think about like what can I do to kind of make sure we're sticking with the stimulus or the intensity that Thomas is looking for
0: right yeah Um, and then man that has been rambling
1: (laughs) no I think I've learned something I think it's pretty cool like I mean you guys can see there's like a million and one things that Thomas is thinking about. And that's not even going into um, looking, I feel like, at our members as a whole um, mm-hmm. and our skill levels and things like that. And then also our attendance. Like um, Thursday is a huge oh, rest yeah. day. Like I didn't
0: even get started with that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and we have a lot of members that are on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like our dad's a big one. Like he only comes on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, which is completely fine. Um, yeah. But he has to keep that in mind to make sure dad's not completely yeah. – not, I mean, not specifically, Dad. I'm just saying the Monday, Wednesday.
0: Friday. I yeah, I haven't <laughs> touched on that yet. So that's a whole other thing, too. So that's if, like, everything, if you're programming for someone who is here every single Monday through Saturday. But, like, I would say 75% of our athletes are not here every day. And they do, like, we. our most popular membership is our three times a week. I would, three, right?
1: unlimited. I would say actually yeah. unlimited, but there's there is a people lot of take three. rest. There is,
0: yeah, there is a lot of three-timers. And a lot of people, you know, just taking those rest days, you know, as they should. Um, but, you know, the programming is designed, if you were to not, to work through it as well. I mean, it totally could work. Um, but I also had to take into, effect, or take into effect that, you know, our Monday, Wednesday, Friday crew is our biggest crew. So I make sure, you know, week to week, cause you guys know I like to squat Mondays and then longer works Wednesdays. You know, deadlifts are, you know, maybe, you know, make sure that there might be on those Fridays every once in a while, just as examples, but I want to make sure, you know, so th- that Monday, Wednesday, Friday crew has a chance to, you know, they're going to be doing, you know, they haven't really done this thing list yet. They haven't really done this movement pattern yet this week, or they haven't done this lift in a while. Um, so I gotta make sure, you know, I can throw that in there as well, but I'll also trying to balance out the rest of the week. Um, so kind of knowing, um, this is kind of going into the specifics, not just programming, but just this gym.
1: Knowing your athletes. Knowing yeah. Knowing when they yeah, come. Yeah. Knowing us, what we can do.
0: Yeah. And then, so, getting around that to make sure, you know, not only is the programming as a whole balanced, but every single person that is coming on those days that are, might mean, not every single day, but, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or, like, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then Friday, Saturday, you know, there's all of those combos is there. Now we make sure for each one of those combos, they have a pretty balanced out program for the week. Uh, so there's also that to kind of take into effect. Um, so, which also be kind of comes a little bit of a balancing act sometimes and kind of make sure finagling some puzzle pieces or yeah. make us some new puzzle pieces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but another thing I kind of want to talk to you, uh, talk about as well, um, about programming so I've had people mention to me in the past like like 6 months or so so like your like your program like these workouts are getting harder like your program is getting harder and all that kind of stuff I was like because you guys are getting better
1: yeah it's a good thing yeah so Thomas told me this sorry I just
0: mm, no. I, from
1: the previous gym I came from um which nothing against their programming I did great there as well um but when I started doing Thomas's programming um i started almost to get a little worried (laughs) um because i thought the same thing because i was like these these are getting hard like this is really way harder than what i was used to doing um and so i was actually talking about this and he was kind of explaining which i guess he's going to go over is like Mm -hmm. if you keep at that one constant or stay there. You're just, you're, we're never going to grow. You'll, you'll plateau off. So I think that's what he's going to go into. But I was, I was worried about him for a while. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get he's myself gonna into? to kill off everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'll, and I will say if I could pull up and I maybe I might should just post it on the members page. Like the first, um, this is before we, we have Wifi Well, we had Wi-Fi but I didn't have the programming tools that it has now, and it makes it my job a lot easier because it displays the entire month. Shout out to Wattify. Yeah, I know, right? Sponsor us. Uh, (laughs) But I used to just, like, write everything down so I can see everything to make sure, you know, I'm hitting all those key points, everything's staying balanced, everything's constantly varied, all that good stuff. But if I was to program, like, those workouts now, like, you guys would just, like, laugh at me. Because like is they were because um, you gotta think because when we first started we had like thirty people forty pe- not, not like, even twenty five yeah twenty five and then um the only, maybe a- and we had one person who's ever done CrossFit yeah. before so the workouts a little bit more simpler we're a little bit more simple I'm simpler uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so. Yeah, and, and as the you know, gym and the bulk of our athletes have progressed, obviously the programming has progressed. And you guys know, I'm like with CrossFit and everything, it's infinitely scalable. So even the new people coming in, totally fine. They are able to scale either back the load, intensity, numbers, all that kind of stuff, movements. Excuse me. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to Killcliff, man. Um, but, um, yeah, so like another kind of rule of thumb that I use to make sure when I'm assessing workouts for the gym and stuff like that is to, um, I program for the, you know, top 10% of athletes in the gym, like ability and skill wise. And then we make sure we scale for the rest to make sure we can achieve the stimulus that we're all shooting for. So I want to make sure the, you know, the person who started here couple months ago who's still figuring out you know what a double owner is is achieving the same stimulus as me who you know I've been doing this for you know some years now you know making sure those stimulus are you know crossing the same path so we're doing the same workout you know that workout for the other person scale back a little bit movements are going to be different maybe load might be different you know all that kind of stuff but I want to make sure you know stimulus is remain the same um, so all that is definitely scalable. So we want to make sure to keep everything progressing. Like every, like what Megan was saying, to keep everybody progressing, like keep everyone kind of chasing almost. I mean, like I said, make sure like a program for the top 10% scale for the rest.
1: And that's okay. If you're not, <laughs> scaling's not a crime. Yeah, guys. Um,
0: women's RX is RX too.
1: <laughs> but I really do want to stress the importance of that. Cause I think Jackie's like an, a great example, um, I mean, Jackie has just.
0: I'll cry. Don't talk about Jackie.
1: (laughs) Gotten so strong, but also, um, you know, she really listened to us. She knew when she needed to scale. She took our coaching cues, she took our advice. She listened to what we were trying to get out of those workouts. And she's progressed and she's awesome now and um, can lift tons of weight. Um, But she really focused on scaling at the beginning, or even to this day, she knows when she needs to scale or hold back on something I'm um, just really listening to her body and I think that's just what makes her such a great athlete well I think all you guys are great athletes mm-hmm. but you know just really like I said listen to what we're saying what we're suggesting what we're trying to get out of these workouts because I promise you in think long term in the future you will get to those weights or whatever you know we're striving for
0: yeah bam mm-hmm.
1: scale yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that skilled life. Yeah. Lately. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all know me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? What else you got, mate? I, I, there's probably another half hour I could probably talk about. But. But
1: I just thought this was a super important one. Um, like we're super. Oh, gosh, here comes the supers. Yes. <laughs> Super. We were very bummed when um, we heard, you know, Aaron couldn't make it today, which was, you know, a-okay. We totally understand. Um, but I thought programming is one that we definitely needed to do because I think some people don't realize what we, specifically Thomas, um, the time he puts into this, the thought he puts into this. You know, he knows you guys. He knows y'all more than you guys probably know each other as far as an athlete goes. Um, and he really cares and he wants to see you guys all do great and all do good. And, um, we're with you through this whole process of ups and downs through just, you know, working out and being an athlete and, Mm -hmm. um, doing the things we do in CrossFit and that's why we love it. And don't take it too seriously. Like it's, it's at the end of the day, it is just a workout and we're working out, man. Unless you're Marin, I don't remember what I did honestly last week. Yo, (laughs) I,
0: I come up with these workouts. I write them down. I, like, and the one thinking of them, and Marin still has a better memory of the workouts <laughs> that we've done on the day that we did them, and the score that I got, I don't,
1: we don't know how she does she's it, she's a wizard, she is the a CFR, a historian wad though, wizard, a the historian. Wizard. Yeah. Um
0: so I did have a joke, like, I was probably, I was just gonna just <laughs> say, <laughs> no, I, I was like, I was gonna open this? up, like, yeah, it's like, so how I program... Like, um, there's this website called Y generator, (laughs) you hit random and then you just pick some stuff. And we do it. And to be honest, like old, old school CrossFit, like hopper style CrossFit, like the verse like first CrossFit games. That's how it was. It was like, you know, we need to make sure things are constantly varied and you know, they were just picking movements and rep schemes and intensities and and like out of a, like out of a literal hopper, like a bingo hopper. (laughs) and um and then you know just to kind of see you know how far the uh methodology and the sport has grown from there um is pretty awesome but um yeah that's how it used to be and then uh, I thought that uh that that's not right. what i do though i think that's some of you guys think that's what i do it's just like you know like you know you want know, to we'll do toes bar and like know, what like, is
1: gonna bring them to their knees <laughs> and yeah die. yeah no, he doesn't I, want that. Well, <laughs> well, the other funny thing, I think, um, I don't know if it's been a past couple years, um, you know, people, we, during the Open, I was going to say, people think that we know what the Open workouts are going to be, and we have no clue. So I think it was the previous 2019, Thomas was pretty spot on at doing the movement, <laughs> on the, Thursday the day before and then the workout just happened to have that same movement um that's just a total random thing though like he has no control over what the workouts I mean I don't think anybody but Dave or the like test workout people know what the workout's gonna be yeah until it's announced um so we do not know what it's gonna be unfortunately I'm sorry guys yeah it's just the way it happens sometimes he's kind of got that Dave Castro uh mindset he just knows
0: Mm. It's something I've been striving for <laughs> for a long time,
1: but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this one. Um, hope you took some stuff away from it. If you have any questions, um, definitely feel free to ask Thomas.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would ask me. I, as, as I listen this back, I'll probably like kick myself in the head for like not mentioning a lot of things. So, the, um, like I'm skimming the surface here, um, of kind of how you know, to go through some stuff and I can get a little bit more technical if you guys, um, want me to, um, but yeah, just let me know if you guys are even, you know, more interested of kind of going in a little bit deeper on this stuff. You know, I would love to. So just let me know, let us know. Uh, I think next time we should have a guest probably.
1: I think so. I think we should keep it a secret. Oh, oh bro. <laughs> <laughs> I we should keep it a secret. Um,
0: did I say it all the way? I can beep it. <laughs> I'll put a beep. I'll put okay, a beep okay. in there.
1: It'll be a secret unless um, he's already told everybody.
0: I think I mentioned it. Oh, just I won't talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> we will be assessing his, or f- <laughs> <laughs> that person. Uh, I'll beep that too. I think I already said he anyways. Yeah, um, I'm beeping it. I'm beeping all of it.
1: Um, <laughs> you will never know.
0: We'll be talking about that person's open performance. Um, uh, And then also my open performance, Megan's open performance, assessing, you know, our, you know, where we, our deficiencies are, (laughs) assessing our fitness. So, you know, and I'll talk a little bit more about programming as well, because the more
1: programming, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Because
0: the open, you know, embodies like a perfectly good test. So keeping everything fully balanced of like, you know, strength stuff, conditioning stuff, burning stuff, all that kind of stuff, um, all the good stuff. Um, we kind of just kind of seeing where we're deficient at, where we kind of can improve. I know where I can. Um, so we'll kind of just be looking at some numbers um, between the three of us and uh, on top of some other stuff that we're going to talk about. But that'll be the next one probably because yeah. the, the last open will be today with the remainder of this weekend, and then uh, we can start talking about you know how we did, how things are wrapping up, and uh, we'll talk about some other stuff too.
1: Sounds good. Stay tuned, guys. Thanks for listening.